Hello, and welcome to H2 Tech Talk, the podcast series from H2 Tech, the hydrogen technology journal from Gulf Energy Information. I'm Anthrusia McWashington, digital editor of H2 Tech, and your host for H2 Tech Talk. This week, we'll be discussing top hydrogen news stories from the past week. Before we get started, I'd like to remind you to please subscribe and share the H2 Tech Talk podcast for more expert discussions on technology and trends in the hydrogen sector. It's easy to subscribe. Just click the subscribe button on iTunes or Blueberry. Our first story of the week is Tallgrass Energy receiving a boost to advance clean hydrogen technologies. The company revealed that the U.S. Department of Energy's National Energy Technology Laboratory awarded the company federal funding as part of a national effort to advance next-generation clean hydrogen technologies and support the Department of Energy's recently announced Hydrogen Energy Earthshot Initiative to reduce the cost and accelerate breakthroughs in the clean hydrogen sector. The Department of Energy award will fund Tallgrass's study of carbon capture associated with producing hydrogen from natural gas via an autothermal reforming facility. The study's objective is to design a commercial scale carbon capture unit capable of capturing 1.6 million metric tons per year of pure carbon with more than 97% total carbon capture efficiency. Over the coming months, Tallgrass will work with Department of Energy officials to finalize terms and scope of the study valued at 1.875 million US dollars. Tallgrass is partnering with the Department of Energy, the University of Wyoming, Technip Energies, BASF Corporation, and Halder Topso on this effort. According to the study outcome, Tallgrass said it is evaluating the development of an autothermal reforming plant in Douglas, Wyoming for hydrogen production and carbon capture and storage on a commercial scale. The project will support the Department of Energy's goal of producing hydrogen from natural gas with carbon neutral emissions or blue hydrogen. As a fuel, hydrogen has the potential to play a major role in reducing emissions from the electricity and transportation sectors. It is also a critically important commodity for the agricultural and industrial sectors of our economy. Our next top story is on Neptune Energy receiving a subsidy for an offshore green hydrogen pilot. Neptune Energy unveiled it has received a subsidy from the Netherlands Enterprise Agency, or RVO, for the Poseidon Project, the world's first offshore green hydrogen pilot on a working platform. The subsidy was awarded under the RVO's Demonstration Energy and Climate Innovation Scheme, which invites funding applications for investments in renewable energy development, including hydrogen pilots. Poseidon, which will be hosted on the Neptune Energy-operated Q13A platform, 
aims to validate the integration of offshore wind, offshore gas, and offshore hydrogen in the Dutch North Sea. It will see the installation of a green hydrogen producing plant on the Q13A platform. The plant will convert seawater into demineralized water, then into green hydrogen via electrolysis, which will be blended with natural gas and transported to shore via an existing pipeline. This announcement marks the formation of the new Poseidon Consortium, comprising Neptune Energy and partners with expertise in offshore wind, green electricity generation, and hydrogen transport. Neptune Energy's managing director for the Netherlands, Lex de Groot, says, the Dutch North Sea sector has an exciting future as a new energy hub and can play a leading role in large-scale green hydrogen production for Northwestern Europe, given its infrastructure that connects offshore with onshore. The integration of energy systems supports net zero goals in a smart, efficient, and cost-effective manner and without disturbing existing sea ecosystems. De Groot continues and says the extensive infrastructure network is connected to international grids and can easily accommodate wind farms further out at sea by converting the production of green electricity into green hydrogen and transporting it to the grid onshore. Poseidon will be the key to making this happen and we are excited to consider future opportunities that the pilot can help unlock. Our next story is on Air Liquide's plans to accelerate hydrogen activities in South Korea. Air Liquide says it is actively contributing to the fast development of low carbon hydrogen production in South Korea, partnering with local industrial and institutional players. Thanks to a solid integrated infrastructure in the country, the group is committed to the expansion of its footprint to most of the regions. In the area of hydrogen mobility, the South Korean government intends to make the country a leading actor. To support the country's ambition, Air Liquide is willing to invest across the entire hydrogen supply chain, from production to storage, as well as distribution and application developments for end users. Air Liquide has recently signed an agreement with SKENS, a global clean energy and solutions provider to supply the world's largest hydrogen liquefaction plant with a capacity of 90 tons per day of liquid hydrogen to serve the mobility markets. Air Liquide and Lot Chemical have also signed an MOU to co-invest in new high-pressure hydrogen filling centers and hydrogen refueling stations. The group has signed another MOU with Yosu City and Jilinomdo Province to study further projects with contemplated investments comprising a hydrogen liquefaction plant. When confirmed, these projects will extend Air Liquide's existing presence with regards to hydrogen in South Korea, where it already owns and operates four large plants. In addition, the group has supplied to date a total of eight hydrogen refueling stations in South Korea, with more to be commissioned soon. In South Korea, the number of fuel cell electric vehicles 
has more than doubled last year to reach 15,200. Air Liquide Korea is also helping to develop the hydrogen ecosystem further through its participation in the two Korean hydrogen mobility consortiums, HiNet and Cohygen, respectively dedicated to the deployment of light duty and heavy duty hydrogen stations. Air Liquide is the only industrial gas company participating in both consortiums. Commenting on these developments is Matthew Jar, member of the Air Liquide Group's Executive Committee supervising hydrogen activities in the industrial merchant business line. Jard says South Korea is one of the most active countries in the world for hydrogen activities, backed up with a strong national ambition. Air Liquide is proud to support the country's mobilization towards a low carbon society. Our final top story of the week is a study investigating potential for an offshore hydrogen park in the German North Sea. Project partners RWE, Shell, GasUni, and Equinor signed a declaration of intent to further intensify their collaboration on the Aqua Sector Project, the vision of the first large-scale German offshore hydrogen park. The project aims to demonstrate that in Germany, offshore-based hydrogen production enables an efficient, cost-effective, and sustainable way to produce green hydrogen. The Aqua Sector project intends to install approximately 300 megawatt electrolyzer capacity to produce up to 20,000 tons per year of green hydrogen offshore. The green hydrogen is planned to be transported via a pipeline called Aqueductus to Heligoland starting in the year of 2028. The partners regard the aqua sector project also as a proof of concept for the realization of the aqua vented vision of producing up to 10 gigawatts of green hydrogen offshore by 2035 and transporting it via an extended pipeline to mainland Germany. Compared to the transport of electricity generated offshore, the hydrogen production at sea and the transport via pipeline could offer clear economic advantages. The pipeline could replace five high voltage direct current transmission systems, which would otherwise have to be built. The project can support the development of the market that will bring a rapidly increasing demand for green hydrogen. The first step in the aqua sector project for the partners is to carry out a detailed feasibility study. The study will provide important initial indications of the conditions under which the large-scale offshore hydrogen park can be successfully realized, as well as the technical and commercial challenges which need to be overcome in regards to offshore hydrogen production. This concludes this week's episode of H2 Tech Talk. If you enjoyed this episode, please remember to share and subscribe to the H2 Tech Talk podcast on Apple Podcasts or Blueberry. Keep up with the latest news on technology and projects in the hydrogen sector by following us on Twitter and LinkedIn at H2 Tech Online.